Have you ever thought of a career in cake decorating? Baking is truly the ultimate side hustle, and it can easily turn into a very profitable full-time business. I've been asked so many times to teach a basics class, and I've considered it, but I thought, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it right, and I want to make sure that my students have all the tools that they need in order to get started in this industry. So I thought, how can I do this? How can I help? And I developed a five-day baking and cake decorating bootcamp. In this five-day bootcamp, my goal is to transform you from hobby baker or even a dreaming baker into a cake designer. We will spend the first day baking from scratch, mixing buttercream, making simple syrup, leveling your cake, making sure that you have the proper techniques in order to bake a delicious cake. We will also spend another day making fondant from scratch. I know, right? From scratch, not store-bought. And we're going to make it in different colors too. Each recipe used in the class is going to be yours to take home. And I'm going to add some bonus recipes too. You will decorate a one-tier buttercream cake. And you will stack and decorate a two-tier fondant cake. You'll learn proper structuring and how to achieve those coveted sharp edges. Another day is dedicated to making fondant figures. So we will also create other edible elements and decorations, including some with Rice Krispie Treats, and we're going to use those for our final project. In between all this jam-packed learning, we will discuss the business of baking. And on the final day, we're going to spend hours on how I, how I keep my schedule organized and efficient. We're going to discuss cake tastings. We're going to talk about pricing. I know nobody wants to talk about that, but we will. We're going to talk about menu options, and we'll definitely have time for Q&A. So those questions you've always been wanting to know, feel free to ask them that day. Every single part of this five-day class is 100% hands-on. There's going to be no demonstration of anything for you to just watch to learn. Absolutely not. You're going to pay to put your hands to work, and you're going to get them dirty. All supplies will be provided along with refreshments for all five days. Each one of my students is going to take home written instructions, my very own recipe book, two fully decorated cakes, and best of all, a new career and a clear path to opportunities as a cake designer. I've spent years mastering the craft of being a cake designer, and I strive to teach others to reach new skills and confidence. You no longer have to wait months to learn the basics. You will feel confident enough to start making a profit from the comfort of your home. I will only be accepting for students and the reason why i want to do this is for personalized attention to each student if you're interested visit my website orlandocakeacademy.com to reserve your spot now is the time to start let this year be your year of new adventures and possibilities You're listening to Baking a Boss, a podcast for the modern Latina cake designer. I didn't always dream of having my own business as a cake designer, but when my son was diagnosed with autism, I left my job to be a full-time mom and housewife. But being the independent Latina that I am, I needed more. So I discovered a passion for cake decorating, business, and marketing strategies. I was able to turn a hobby into a six-figure income working from home, and now it is my mission to help Latinas like you turn their hobby into a profitable business from the comfort of your home. Join me as we discuss topics common in our community and listen as I bring you a new perspective on life, 
business, money mindsets, and what it takes as a Latina woman to be successful in an extremely saturated industry. All of this with a sweet side of azúcar. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of having contracts um, for your business, terms and conditions and policies that both benefit you and protect you and your business. It's very common for people that are first starting off any kind of business, but I want to talk specifically in the event industry and the cake community. Um to not feel comfortable enough to ask your clients to sign a contract. And I'm speaking from experience because I wouldn't have a contract before. And then if I had an issue with a client and I would tell them, um, well, no, I don't agree with that or whatever. I didn't have anything to back me up. So with your contract, your client is aware for the most part, right? If they actually do read the contract. But if they don't, that's not really your responsibility. If they sign it, that's them acknowledging that they have read the terms and conditions. But with the contract, you have something that is backing you up and it has the expectation. It sets the standard and the expectation of what your client is signing up for. Um, And over the years, I have been able to create a very strict, very strict contract. I've actually had clients back out of um, placing orders with me because of how intense my contract can be. But I appreciate those clients that have backed up because that probably meant that for me is a red flag. And it just means that... Um, They were going to do something or they were going to complain about something. And when they realized that how much I am actually protected, um, they backed up. And I totally appreciate that. Every single year, I review my contract and I add things um, that maybe I didn't see. And new occurrences happen all the time, right? So new situations emerge and how I protect myself from situations happening again is by creating this contract and by um, making adjustments to it annually and it's very important to do this so if you don't have a copy of a contract right now um, just for my listeners I am going to be offering this contract free of charge and I'm going to leave you a code um in the notes in the show notes so that way you can go ahead and get your free copy um but i'm gonna go over it and i'm gonna explain to you every single step of why i put that in my contract so this contract that you're going to be downloading is completely editable so you're able to edit it and add to it or take away from it depending on what your um your needs are but let's get into it So the first thing that my contract says is your initial deposit reserves your event date and it's non-refundable or non-transferable. So um, obviously you cannot start an order if you don't have a deposit, okay? The deposit reserves the person's date. And let's be real, um, this also helps you to be able to buy your supplies, 
um, it keeps you organized because you don't want to take too many orders or more orders than you can possibly accommodate. So you're only going to be saving spaces in your agenda for those people that have placed a deposit. I used to do a $75 deposit, but I changed that policy this year and now I'm doing a 50% deposit and I have seen a huge, huge difference in my business. Um, I can't really explain to you how, but I feel like the money is flowing a lot more than it was last year. And mind you, I do um, promote that I make a six-figure income working from home and the way that things are going so far this year I'm going to probably do 50% more than I did last year um, so that is a big plus so do whatever percentage you feel comfortable with um, I stopped doing the $75 and I feel more comfortable now doing 50% I feel like with $75, because the deposit is non-refundable, if people were doing $75 before, it was easier for them to cancel on me last minute because in the end, they were only going to be losing $75 versus me if I if I quoted them $500 for their cake order, I'm losing out $425. So for me, it is a big difference. Now, if I am charging them 50%, then that means that they're going to be losing on $250. And that stings a little bit more than $75. So that's one of the reasons why I changed my deposit policy. Um, non-refundable no matter what under any circumstances is non-refundable and it's non-transferable so i used to allow people to transfer their deposits from date to date to date to date and it just got to a point where i had to put a stop to that because i had a i had a bride that between one thing and the other she postponed her wedding so many times in a matter of three years like i cannot believe that for three years i was playing her game like I was going along with her games like it was just too much and her deposit just remained transferable and I said you know what no more no more you cannot transfer your deposit I only allow for one um postponement after that you will lose your deposit 100%. So I do have a little loophole in there. I do try to be a little bit flexible because things do happen. People get sick, people die, um life gets in the way and um you know you have to be a little bit flexible for the for the most part i have to try to take my heart out of the equation because in the end business is business okay all deposits and payments must be received via zelle so this is a new policy that i implemented i talked before in a previous podcast about how square up and paypal have screwed me over big time um, with the chargebacks. So now I only take payments through Zelle. If a client does not have access to Zelle, then I just unfortunately cannot accommodate that person unless they pay me in cash. And a lot of my clients come from out of state, so they will find a way. Um, if they tell you, I've had clients tell me, oh, I don't feel comfortable paying you through Zelle. I want to use a credit card. I immediately say no, because the people that are using credit cards are able to do chargebacks. And I've had too many experiences in the last year where people are placing orders. They love everything. They eat everything. Give me great, great reviews. And then seven days later, I get a notification from Square that they did a chargeback and they have withdrawn that money from my bank account and there's nothing that I can do to fight back. So um, 
like I said before, Square is not for the consumer. I mean, yeah, it's not for like the consumer. It's literally, I mean, for the merchant, which is us. We're the provider. They're really for the customers. So our customers are benefiting from them, but we're not, but we're the ones paying their fees. And that's like a whole different topic. So I have another um, podcast that I did earlier about chargebacks. So if you want to hear my entire opinion on that you can go back to that episode uh the third bullet point is no refunds will be issued under any circumstances unless i choose to cancel your order if that is to occur you will receive only your deposit as a refund within 60 days of the cancellation so this is um protecting me big time like I was talking about this in my previous podcast about how I've canceled orders from clients specifically if they're micromanagers specifically if um, they're just giving me a hard time for their order from the get-go um, this is the part of the contract that protects me and allows me to do that without me feeling like I owe them anything and I always say I will give them their deposit within 60 days of the cancellation but but I always end up giving them their deposit right away. Um, this just protects me for a little bit longer in the event that I can't. This also helps me when it comes to me if I get sick for any reason. Um, I've had emergency surgeries where I literally went into the hospital one weekend with gallbladder storms, um, went to the hospital on a Saturday, had major surgery on Monday. And by Wednesday, I was begging them to let me go back home so that I could fulfill my orders for that Saturday. And I had stitches on. I was sore. I was a total mess. And I still was able to do two wedding cakes and a couple of deliveries. Like, it was intense because I didn't have anything in my contract that was protecting me from from what would happen if I got sick. Um, and... So now this does protect me. And because I was in the hospital and I had just had surgery, um, I would have totally used the 60 days to be able to refund them their full amount. Because, you know, if you get sick or whatever happens that you cannot accommodate them, then you have to give them back the entire the entire payment. Um, the fourth bullet is upon signing the contract, a non-refundable deposit, 50% is required. If order is placed with less than a 14 days notice, full balance must be paid. If the order is less than $250, full payment is due. So this is up to your discretion. I really hate small deposits, especially like if, like I do have orders that are my smallest cake is a five inch cake, serves 10 to 12, and it's $150. Um, and I don't want to take a $75 deposit. I just don't. Like for me, it's just ridiculous for $75 now and then $75 14 days before your event. Like just pay me the one fifteen full and let's just call it even. I really don't. I don't like the, the hassle when it comes to smaller payments. So that's why um, I set a limit of anything under 250 has to be paid in full. I do know of um, other cake designers that they only take orders on a month by month basis. So for instance, on the first and the second of every month, that's when they take all their orders for that month. Like right now we're in April, I think we're April 3rd today. Um, so they'll take all their orders 
for the rest of April in the first two days of April and people have to be ready and pay them in full. If you're not ready to pay them in full, then she would just go to the next person. So, um, you know, everybody conducts their business differently, but this is um, this is how they do their their business. Um, and also, I must receive the remaining balance um, by the due date indicated, which is 14 days prior to any event. I don't like to have payments three days in advance, five days in advance. No, I need to make sure that everything is set in stone at least 14 days in advance. If it's a wedding, it would be 30 days prior to. Um, it's just, honestly, it keeps me organized and it gives them a due date. Like, you know, you have to pay me by this date. Um, if they don't pay me by the indicated due date, the contract is null and void. The deposit will not be refunded. And if you miss the, if you want the order to be processed, um, there will be an additional 25% charge of the total. So this is basically if they don't pay me by the due date and they just basically ghost and then they come back a week later and say, hey, I'm ready to make my final payment now. I'll be like, well, your order was already canceled because you didn't pay. But if you want me to proceed, you're going to have to pay a fee. It's 25% fee of the total. Um, so I add that on to the, to the total, the main quote that I gave them. And the reason why... I do that is because I want to make sure that my customers pay what they're supposed to pay on time. I, I don't have time to be babysitting anybody. And if you put strict terms and they are aware of these terms, it really does make people be like, okay, well, she's not kidding. This is not a joke. And I'm going to pay her because I don't want to pay more than what I'm already paying. Okay. Um, the date of your final payment is the final date for any changes of size, style, or flavors of the order. Any changes requested after this date cannot be guaranteed and may be subject to additional charges. And this is important because sometimes they'll call you three days before and they say, hey, um, I changed my mind about the color. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, <laughs> um, I've already done all your decorations of that color. So you have to make sure that they un understand that when they made their final payment, that is the final date to make any kind of changes to your order. If you need to postpone your event, you must notify me in writing with a new date, which is not to exceed a six month period in order to receive credit for monies paid, less the cost of supplies already purchased for a previous order. So I used to give them um, flexibility for up to a year, but I totally have changed that because every single year, obviously, the cost of supplies increases and I cannot um, honor the same pricing that I had previously gave them. Um, if they cancel on me completely last minute and I've already purchased um, supplies and certain things that are like not basic standard things like cake drums and things like that like that's just basic i'm talking about specific things like if they requested a rhinestone topper let's just say it's a quinceanera and they requested a rhinestone topper a 15 topper um that's specifically to their cake um and then for their new order they're not gonna have the topper well i'm going to deduct the topper from their their payment okay um 
I also say that a delivery is available at an additional cost. You definitely have to charge for delivery, you guys. Like, I don't understand how some people are charging $5 for delivery. Like, I just don't understand. To keep it simple, I just don't do the whole every, you know, the first 15 miles is $35. And then every mile after that is $1.50 or whatever. Like, I just, I can't. I don't have the time to be calculating that. So, I do it by time. Um, If I, and I calculate by time basically um going and coming back so the round trip because obviously i have to get there and i have to come back so i'm using my gas and my the wear of tear of my vehicle and my time both you know going and coming back so and then if you have to take the highway and there's tolls then you have to pay both ways right so i do just calculate it by time and how much basically i want to get paid for my time so if it, if it's under an hour so it's basically if it's under 45 minutes then um both ways like going and coming then it's only 35 dollars, which is the cheapest option that i have available um and that's pretty much for like the local deliveries but if i have to go out of orlando like if i have to go into the kissimmee davenport area um it increases to 75 if i have to go to the windermere area is 50 dollars. if i have to go um, further than it just kind of depends um how far i have to drive if it's an hour going and coming in total then it's um 75 if it's more than if it's an hour and a half it's 125 dollars. it just kind of just depends on the time um i heart cakes by jotty which is my business name is not responsible for any damage to the cake after delivery, you are responsible for providing an appropriate and secure table and environment for your order. Cakes are heavy and require a sturdy table and optimal room temperature of 75 degrees or below. This is super, super, super important um, because you will deliver a cake. It survived delivery. It survived um, being in your house and the refrigerator for a couple of days prior to and I set up the cake and everything is wonderful. I take my pictures, I take my videos. I'm, I'm there at least 15 minutes after setting up the cake just to make sure that everything is perfect. And then they call me an hour and a half later and they tell me, oh my God, the cake is melting, it's leaning and whatever. Like this just happened to me on um, this past weekend. And I knew it was gonna be a little bit of trouble because when I walked into the venue, it was very warm. And the area where the cake was, was right next to the kitchen where the oven was on and the area was very warm. And I did mention it to the um, to the event planner. And she said, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything will be okay. And I'm like, okay, well, I took my pictures. The cake was wonderful. And then like an hour and a half later, I received a text message from my client who's also my neighbor. Um, and I have an actual friendship with her. And she said, Jody, I don't know, but something is happening to the cake. Please contact the girl at the venue. So when I did, I contacted her. Um... I couldn't believe that the cake was so soft that it was actually like melting to the side. And I was like, what the hell is happening? And I freaked out and I left. Um, I was at a restaurant with my family. We had just ordered. I was waiting for the food. I had not eaten anything all day. And as soon as I got that message, I ran. I ran back home. And the only reason why I did it was because it was my neighbor. And I actually have a relationship with her. If it was any other client, unfortunately, I wouldn't have been able to do anything about it because I had left that cake in perfect condition. And after I deliver, after I drop it off, it is the venue's responsibility to make sure that everything is goes well. And... Um, 
I literally ran back home, got some supplies, went back to the venue. Thankfully, everybody was running late, so I wasn't, I wasn't late. But then I had to take the cake to the back in the kitchen area where it was so hot. They didn't have another area for me to work from. Um, and that's where I did some surgery on the cake, and I was able to fix it. Everything was fine. She loved it. Everybody was complimenting the cake, and they loved the taste, and everything all was well. In the end, all was well. But I only did that for her because... I have a relationship with her. I wouldn't have done that for any other client um, because, like I said, I have specific details on my contract that protects me from that. And at this point, it was the venue's responsibility if anything happened to the cake. Um, but definitely have that in your contract. <laughs> I was looking at my cake and I'm like, okay, this cake was is very well supported. There's no way that this is happening. And when I touched the cake, it was so so soft like so it felt like if it was it had been outside and for a cake that I delivered completely chilled and um it was pretty like the fondant was hard when I left it because I was able I even posted a video of it um on my TikTok and everything I grabbed the top tier of the cake with my hands, I mean, I had gloves on, obviously, but um, I was able to grab it to place it on the top. Like, if your cake is soft, you can't do that. Only because your heart, your fondant is hard, you're able to do that. So it was very sturdy. Everything was, it was perfect. And then for that to happen is because the vet, it was just too warm in there. Like, incredibly too warm. But anyways, all is well. But um, I do have a contract. I could have told her, you know, I'm sorry about it. There's nothing I can do at this point. But honestly, like because she was my neighbor um and I do have a relationship with her I went back and I fixed it and then all was well um any cake over two tiers will have the bottom tier real cake and the top tiers made of styrofoam decorated and edible elements and kitchen cakes will be provided to serve the remaining guests this is to ensure the cake arrives perfectly during transportation without risking sinking sliding tilting or melting okay so this is another thing that um i'm very strict on any cake that is over three tiers um has to be uh the bottom tier will be real cake for especially like if they have like a cake cutting ceremony or whatnot but then the top tiers are going to be faux okay so this is the perfect example of what happened this um this past weekend with that order that i did for my for my neighbor um so i did make her entire cake all cake okay and that was a big risk that I was taking because I've experienced this before where venues are not at the optimal temperature and a lot of things can happen. So the cakes um, do get really, really soft um, or at least my cakes do get soft um, because of the temperature. And I told her, yeah, it should be fine because the cakes were small and I I asked her about the temperature in the venue. It was an indoor venue. Everything should have been fine. But we didn't know that it was going to be so close to the kitchen. Um, so we really didn't have a way of knowing about that. But had the top two tiers of the cake been styrofoam inside, like I have it in my contract, um, that probably wouldn't have happened. Well, not probably. That definitely wouldn't have happened. The cake would have been perfect, right? So this is one of my biggest pet peeves. And this is one of the biggest things that I stipulate that any cake that is over three tiers or any cake that is over two tiers. So I'll do two tiers real cake, but then the everything else has to be faux um, for the same reason because I work so hard on my orders and then for the temperature at a venue to not be optimal or the tables I've had them like 
literally change tables. I demand them to change the tables where the cakes are going to be on because they're wobbly or they're just not level. And I'm like, how are you going to just have a cake like on a wobbly table? Like do your job. I'm trying to do mine, you know? So, but I have to have all these things in my contract to protect me. So the other bullet point is you acknowledge and take responsibility for all non-toxic items you choose for this order, such as disco dust, luster dust, that is not edible, but for enhancing decoration only. This also applies to like the gold um, details, gold, silver, rose gold. None of these things are completely edible. The ones that are edible are not as bright and as concentrated. The colors are kind of faded, which I don't like. Um, so I do use regular ones that are not edible but they're also non-toxic so it's okay for you to use non-toxic elements on your cake but just make sure that you have it in your contract to protect you just in case okay um the only way that somebody can get sick is if they're actually eating like large massive amounts of this um but it they really don't so it should be fine um, you acknowledge that fresh flowers are not food product and may contain pesticides, insects, dirt, and other contaminants. I heard Cakes by Jody prefers to use silk flowers, and we use these at discretion. So any of the cakes that I make that I put the flowers on are always silk flowers. I do use, um, I do clean my flowers, so I do make sure that my flowers are completely clean from anything like manufacturing dust or whatever um and i never insert my flowers directly into the cake i always use toothpicks or i use buttercream like dollops of buttercream and i put the flowers on top of the buttercream so it's never going inside the cake and for me that's very very important i have seen people take fresh flowers and just literally dig them into the cakes without any other thing to protect them um the only time that i use fresh flowers is if i am delivering to a wedding or a quinceanera or something like that and the event planner or the venue is providing or the florists are providing the fresh flowers um a lot of the times they tell me just bring the cake and I'll place the flowers on the cake and I always say no I will place the flowers on the cake um and because they're not going to do it in the safe way that I'm going to do it so even though they're um because they're fresh flowers and they're not prepared I don't know how they would wrap them and most of them don't wrap them they literally think it's just sticking them into the cake obviously because they're not cake decorators they're florists right so i always take my buttercream piping bag and i take my scissors and i take toothpicks just in case um and then i use dollops of buttercream and i put the fresh flowers on top of the dollop of the buttercream so the flowers never come in direct contact with the cake if your if you or your representative elected pick up and set up for your order you assume all liability and responsibility for the condition of the order once it leaves my possession so this is also very important um me delivering the cakes brings a sense of insurance and security if you choose to waive the delivery because you don't want to pay the delivery fee and you think that you can pick up your cake um that's fine but then at this point it becomes your responsibility however I do have a requirement that any cake that is over three tiers has to have mandatory delivery and you're going to have to pay the delivery fee. Um, 
people really think that they could just put the cakes on their laps and i even saw i've seen guys like the women leave their husbands or boyfriends or fathers or whatever they make the men come and pick up their cake orders and they literally will put them in the back seat all tilted and i'm just oh my god why do you do that but um they do so you have to just kind of let them know like, hey, if if you pay for the delivery, I am letting you know that your cake is going to arrive in perfect condition. If you come pick up this cake order um, and you don't handle it appropriately, um, there's a risk that it might not make it to your event. Um, but then again, I have this to protect me. Our products may, con- may contain or come in contact with milk, wheat, nuts, soy, and other allergens. You agree to notify your guests of this risk and will not hold me accountable for allergic reactions. Um, I obviously use almond buttercream in all my cakes. I will use vanilla if they tell me that there's um, they have an allergy to the almond. Um, it's very rare that this happens, that they tell me that they have an allergy, but if they do, then obviously I have the vanilla option and I am very careful with that, but I still have it in my contract that even though I am being careful with that, um, my products do come in contact with certain things that may give you an allergic reaction. So if I feel very strongly that if you're not a vegan or allergy specific um, business, then maybe you shouldn't dabble into that because a lot can happen and that's a huge, huge liability. Performance of this agreement is contingent upon the ability of iHeartCakes by Jari to complete the agreement and is subject to labor disputes or strikes, accidents, acts of God, and causes beyond our control. So I added this clause um, when COVID came because I had so many cancellations and so many postponements, you guys, it was wild for months and months. I want to say like for almost a year, my big, probably a little bit longer than that. My large events were all canceled, all of them. I had brides calling me crying. Um, and this was also helpful during hurricane season because literally I will have people a day before the hurricane still think that their order is going to happen um, without knowing if we're going to have flooding, electricity. Like it just happened with a hurricane that we had last year. I think it was Ian or Ivan or I don't remember his name. Last year, um, there was so much flooding. Like it wasn't even a big hurricane. We didn't lose electricity, but there was so much flooding we couldn't get out of our neighborhood for a few days we couldn't get in or out of our neighborhood for a few days and i had a cake that had to be delivered two days afterwards um and they still wanted this order to go through like i was like i don't know how you're gonna do this so i could have definitely canceled the order because it was an act of god there was a hurricane like people have to be understanding but she really wasn't um and she ended up canceling my the order with me and instead of me canceling with her like I was trying to postpone it to a later date so that I wouldn't lose the money because if I cancel it then I had to give her back her money but if I was trying to postpone it um given the circumstances then um I wouldn't have lost the money but she really wanted it for that Sunday she was it was like hell or high water literally high water because everything was flooded um and she ended up canceling so because she canceled that was part of my policy so if you cancel then you lose your money you forfeit and she was completely fine with that but she went ahead and she hired someone else that was able to accommodate her from one day to the other I don't know how they did it um and nothing looked uh good I just want to say that unfortunately but it is what it is but I had this contract that 
protects me. Um, another part of the contract, I have a, it's a three page contract, you guys. Okay. Another part of the contract says all orders that are delivered have to be set out two to four hours prior to your event. If we deliver and there's no place to set up and you place the order elsewhere, um, example, restaurants, they place the cakes in the fridge or freezer. If your cake is cold, this is not our responsibility. So I've had deliveries that I've made to restaurants before and they just keep everything in the refrigerator. Um, I give the staff instructions. You have to set it out an hour before um, so that it can start you know, coming to room temperature because um, nobody wants to eat a cold cake, but sometimes they don't follow through and they just leave it in the fridge until it's time to cut the cake. And then this is when I let the clients know, hey, you know, this is now out of my hands. If I am um, setting up your cake and desserts, this is specifically to quinceañeras, um, the table has to be ready. It has to be ready with cake stands. It has to be ready with dessert stands or trays or whatever it is that you're going to use for me to, when I go there, I need to, you need to make sure that that table is ready. When I tell you I'm going to deliver between the hours of 2 and 4 p.m., this is just an example. If I'm telling you I'm going to order, I'm going to be arriving between the hours of 2 and 4 p.m. By 2 p.m., you need to make sure that that table is ready because I'm going to go there to set up and I don't have the time to be waiting around for someone to uh, put linens on the table like I've experienced before. I literally sat in one venue for an hour while they were getting the balloon backdrop ready for me to set up. And the thing with this is that... Um, I had brought my desserts in my trays. I didn't bring it in boxes. So <clears throat> because in my mentality is, okay, I'm going to arrive. I'm just going to leave everything in my trays. They were covered with saran wrap, obviously. Um, and I thought, I'm just going to go ahead and place everything on the trays, um, on the cake stands. And that way I will save the box boxes. I didn't, I didn't have to use boxes for that because these boxes, I only use them one time and then I toss them. Um, so. I thought, you know, let me just be a little bit more um, eco-friendly or conscientious about this. And let me just take it in trace this time. It shouldn't be a big deal. Well, it was a big deal because nothing was ready and I had to wait around. I couldn't leave my trays there if it was boxes, which is why now I only do it in boxes. <laughs> um Unless it's specifically with somebody that I work with that I know for sure. Like if I have, I work with um, an event planner that I know for sure that when I get there, everything is going to be ready. Then I'll just take everything in my trays. Um, but if it's somebody that I've never worked with or a venue that I've never worked with before or a venue that I have worked before and I know that they're always running late. Like there's a few venues in Central Florida area that I hate delivering to because they're always running late. Nothing is ever ready when I arrive. Um, then I take everything in boxes because once I am there, if I arrive and you're not ready, I'm leaving everything on a table and then the staff is going to be responsible for setting up. When I tell my clients, and I even call the event planners, I call the staff and I let them know, hey, what is a good time for me to arrive? And they tell me, oh, you can come at 3 p.m., you can come at 4 p.m. And I said, okay, is everything going to be ready for me for when I arrive? And they say, yes then that's the understanding that everything is going to be ready. But then if I'm there, I arrive at the allotted time and then nothing is ready. I'm just going to leave it. Like I'll give them a grace period. Um, I give them a 15 minute grace period. And then if nothing is ready, I'm out. I'm out. And I am protected in my contract um, because I have things to do also. Like there's a huge chance that that delivery is not my only delivery. Sometimes I only have one delivery. It's very, very rare that I only have one delivery like this weekend. Um, 
this Easter weekend, I only have one delivery on Saturday and I only actually have one order for Saturday. Everything else is like for the rest of the week. So um, I'm thankful about that because that means that I can take the rest of the weekend off and be with my family. But it's very, that's super rare that this is happening. Usually I'm doing two, three, four, five deliveries on a single day, on a single Saturday. So my time is very strict and I make my routes according to the time that the events start. I always ask what is the earliest that I could arrive and what is the latest that I could arrive and at what time does your event start? And then I can route my deliveries accordingly. If you submit a picture or bring a picture to the consultation, keep in mind that this is for inspiration only. I Heart Cakes by Jotty does not copy other designers' work. This is very important, you guys. Pinterest can be the death of us. Um, everybody wants the Pinterest cake. Everybody wants to share other people's work with you. And they say, I want this exact cake. I want it to be exactly like this. And I always make sure that my clients understand that it's not going to be exactly like that, that this is the idea, this is the inspiration, but I'm not going to copy a cake. I'm going to do my own thing. It's going to be according to your specifications. It's going to have the colors that you want, the theme, the elements that are important to you. But at the end of the day, it's going to have my personal touch. Because if you want it, that specific cake that you saw on Pinterest or you saw on Instagram, then you need to contact that specific designer um, to make that specific cake. It's not going to be it's not going to be me and it's not going to be the same. You agree upon that Our Cakes by Jody can make adjustments as needed to make your final order as close as possible to the design discussed. Changes can be and will be made according to my discretion if need be to ensure the final product is satisfactorily completed. Um, and this, again, very important because I don't want a client to think that because they submitted a picture, their cake is going to look exactly like the picture because once I am in my zone and I am working, inspiration strikes me and I totally do something different. I mean, it's obviously within the theme and within certain parameters, but the final result is amazing, obviously, but it's probably different. And I usually different in a good way. Like I will go above and beyond what the expectations are and what we have discussed. Um, all perishable items are non-returnable. You guys, how many times I've had people change their minds about the cake and they say, hey, I really just didn't like um, the way that the cake came out and I could just return it to you and you can give me back my money. And I'm like, it's not a pair of shoes, you know, it's not a wallet. It's a food item. You cannot return it. And this is in a chain restaurant where if you don't like the food, you take it back. This is not how it is. Um, it's non-returnable. I refuse to return it. We had a lady one time. Um, I had my cousin do my, my cousin sometimes does my deliveries for me. And I had him do a delivery one time and it was a big order. And this lady had ordered a bunch of treats and everything. And once he arrived, he called me and he said, hey, she doesn't want to receive the treats. And I'm like, what? What do you mean she doesn't want to receive the treats? He said, yeah, she refuses to accept them because she said that they're not what she expected. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're exactly what we had discussed. And he said, yeah, she's all ranting and going crazy. And she's telling me that if I don't leave, she's going to call the cops. And I'm like, what? What? Like you guys, I, we have experienced so many crazy things. It's not even funny. Um, and I called the lady and I said, Hey, what's going on? I have my delivery guy there telling me that you don't want to receive the treats. What happened? 
and she just went off. She's like, I've seen your work and I thought that you were going to go a little bit more um, elaborate. And I said, I mentioned to you about going more elaborate, but you wanted this specifically. So I did it specifically how you want it. She's like, yeah, but this is not what I thought it was going to be. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, well, we cannot take it back. We've already made it. You already paid for it. And she said, well, I don't want it. You can keep the money and you can keep the treats. And I'm like, oh my God, people are wild. And, um, but she was just going through a hard time, I believe, because he told me that um, the balloons um, were also popping. So the balloon, because it was going to be outside. It was in the middle of summer. It was a hot day. And I don't know how balloon artists do it, you guys. Like that must be so stressful also. And um, the balloon artist was, um, my cousin told me at the verge of tears, like she was shaking. And if she was shaking, obviously that means that this client was, I mean, she, she was a tough client. She was very, very, very tough. Um, so we just decided to not work with her again, like ever, ever, ever again. After the fact, she did call um to apologize and whatnot but I said no I just can't I can't do this um there's certain people you just cannot work with and she was she just wanted a perfect event and so she thought that things were going to go seamlessly and perfect but things can go seamlessly and perfect if you really trust your team to do a good job but if you're going to be micromanaging them you're going to put them under so much pressure and such stressful situations that they're not going to be working at their very best um so yeah, so after that, I said, this is where I added to my contract. This is a few years ago, all perishable items are non-returnable. So, um, you know, we basically just gave the treats away to random customers that were coming into our store. At that time, we had a store in Winter Park and everybody loved it. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, these are so amazing. These are so cute. They taste so good. I'm like, yeah, I know. They're, they were totally cute. They were so amazing. Um, she was just kind of, out there but anyways uh cancellation policy in the event of cancellation payments and deposits are non-refundable and will not be issued under any circumstances our case by has every right to cancel your order in the event of sickness death or any events for which we have no control you'll be informed in writing and you will receive your deposit within 60 days of cancellation this goes back to when i got sick and i had to have emergency surgery um and i had no choice but to get discharged before I was ready to go home um, because I had orders that I had to complete and I didn't have anything that protected me in a contract. So after that, I added this and now I feel like, okay, I really, I still do work when I'm sick, you guys. It's no joke. Last week, um, you guys know that we were sick and I was horrible. I had a migraine um, and I still was able to fulfill all my orders. I feel like I was working in slow motion this past weekend. I'm still kind of going through the after effects of being sick, especially that migraine really, really did a, took a toll on me. Um, but I was able to work through and organize myself. With a matter of three days, I was able to complete everything. Um, but if I, basically if I had one more day of migraine, if I wouldn't have woken up on Wednesday with some kind of relief and it would have gone in, in into Thursday, I would have canceled all my orders and I would have had this contract to protect me. And, but then I had 60 days to return um, all the, the money from all the orders for this weekend, which was probably around $2,500 for this weekend. So that's not something that I really want to do unless I absolutely have to do it. Like if it's like 
I'm in the hospital or I'm having surgery or I'm dying or something like that. Um, and then I go into a delivery and pickup policy. Delivery is required for any cakes three tiers or taller. Weekday pickup is Tuesday through Friday between 4.30 and 6 p.m. I'm very strict on my pickup times, you guys. It's very important to keep you organized. You don't want clients showing up at whatever freaking time they feel like showing up. You never ask the client, at what time do you want to pick up? Because they will tell you they'll be here at 10 a.m. and they won't be here until 7 p.m. on a Saturday. And you have wasted your entire day waiting for them to pick up. Okay? It doesn't, it's not like that. You have to set the standards. And just because you're home bakers or you're working from your home does not mean that you have to be tied to your home waiting for them. Like your time is very important, just as important as theirs. And you have families also that you want to hang out with. You have things that you want to do. And even if you don't, let's say on Saturday, um, for instance, my Saturday pickup is 10 a.m. Let's say I deliver that order on Saturday and I'm able, I don't have any pickups on Saturday as of yet. Um, so I might get Easter um, orders last minute, but I really didn't do a lot of advertising for Easter this year. Like I really, I'm not feeling it this year, like wanting to do a lot of the Easter stuff this year, um, saving my energy for Mother's Day. Um, but in the event that I do get an order for Easter, um, they have to pick up at 10 a.m. And after I did, I'll deliver this order, which I'm gonna probably end up delivering early before like by 12. Um, then I'll have the rest of the weekend off to myself. Let's say I didn't have any deliveries on Saturday and I had just pickups. And if I say pickup is 10 a.m. And even if I don't have anything to do at home, I mean, if I don't have any plans to go out with my family or whatever, but just the fact that I'm, I want to be done, I want to be done with my work day. And I want everybody to just come and pick up. And I just want to stay in my pajamas and just chill in my house for a whole day on a Saturday and just binge watch TV with my kids or whatever. Whatever it is, your time is your time. And you don't have to explain that to anybody. So you'll make accommodations and you set standards and policies um, based on what you feel comfortable with and what you think works for you. You could extend the afternoon pickup. Um, I used to do morning pickup and afternoon pickup options, but then I realized that um, I work better in the morning than I do in the afternoon. So I'd rather just get my orders done early in the morning and that way in the afternoon, all they have to do is come and pick up and I don't have to worry about that. Um, also because sometimes like I have weekday deliveries during the day, um, especially like the people that are coming from out of town into the Disney area for vacation and I have to deliver to the Disney report, uh, resorts or Airbnbs and whatnot. So I do that, uh, my deliveries early in the morning. So I do my deliveries on weekdays between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. That way after 1 p.m., you know, I got to go pick up my kids from school and then I'll come back and I am home on time for um, the afternoon pickup. So for 30 and between 4.30 and 6.00. So you can extend the pickup time to 7 p.m. I just don't, I don't like to have people at my house when it's dark. Um, so that's why it's, I think for me, 6 p.m. is a good time all year round because it's not quite dark yet during winter time. Um, and obviously it's not dark during the summertime. And then I specifically put down pickup address. It's blah, blah, blah. And obviously I'm not going to tell you guys what my, my address is. Um, pickup is a private residence. So I am about to add to this contract that I do have uh, cameras um, for surveillance purposes um, so that people know that I, I have cameras all around my house. And I actually even have cameras inside my bakery 
that are looking towards the door where people come and pick up their orders. Um, and I'm going to add that to the contract so people are aware that they cannot try to play, you know, pull any shenanigans on me. Because um, you never know. It, this is still my home and I still have to protect it. Uh, no refunds or credits will be given for orders not picked up. This has happened before. I don't know what happens to those people, but they will place an order. They will pay for it in full, and then they never come and pick it up. And then you call them, and you call them, and you send them messages and emails, and they never respond, and they never pick up their order. And I'm just like, what? How? Why? I don't understand. I hope that they're okay. I hope that nothing happened to them. Um, but just in case, I add this to my contract. Um, pertaining to deliveries, you must provide name and phone number of the person in charge for receiving your delivery within seven days of your event. This person will sign off the delivery and will be responsible for the order once it has been delivered. Um, this is very important because that way you have somebody to blame if something happens. They take basically sole responsibility for the cake after you have delivery. Um, sometimes I added this clause specifically to when my my cousin makes my deliveries, um, or sometimes my husband will make a delivery for me. I put my delivery staff is not knowledgeable of any design, flavor, or et cetera. They're not responsible for setting up cake or desserts. Their job is only to deliver. Um, please make sure that you have someone assigned to receive instead of the order. Make sure they are available during the agreed upon delivery window. Um, because again, my cousin that one time, he had no idea what was going on. He just knew that he had to go and deliver. Um, setting up was not part of the contract at that time. Um, so he didn't know what to do. <laughs> That's why he called me and he didn't know what to do. So, so, and then it goes into the signing sheet part after they have read everything, the terms, the policies and the conditions, then they go into the signing part and it says, I do acknowledge that it's my sole responsibility to check my contract to ensure all details are correct. Um, if changes to this contract are needed, I do acknowledge that it's my sole responsibility to notify our case by in writing as soon as possible. I do understand that the order details stated on my contract will supersede any verbal or written communication. In other words, if it's not in my contract, it will not reflect it on my order. So this is very important um, because some people will say, well, I emailed you with this detail and I said, um, yeah, but we didn't add it to the contract. Like basically, you have to make sure that it's in the contract. If it's not in the contract, then I'm not going to do it. Our case by Jaddy is not responsible for damage to cakes resulting from sitting outside or damage resulting after the order has been picked up or delivered. I give artistic permission concerning my design. I understand that my order will be executed to the closest representation agreed upon. So this also gives me a little bit of creative freedom, okay? Pertaining to the pickup of my order, if I am unsatisfied with my order upon pickup and do not express my concerns at the time, I will not receive any type of credit. I understand the time and materials were purchased and invested in making my order. Therefore, refunds will not be issued under any circumstances. Pertaining to delivery of my order, if I am not present at the time of delivery and have a coordinator or event planner, they will be my representative. If I do not express my concerns within 24 hours from the date of my event, there will be no credit or resolution. All sales are final. No refunds will be issued under any circumstances. I agree to the terms set out in this contract, and I agree that I am the person responsible for all payments and decisions regarding this order. So this last part, um, I am the person responsible for all payments and decisions regarding this order, is very important um, because I have had, for instance, I had a bride last month where all the communication was done with her, all the payments, everything was done with her, everything was ironed out, set in stone, all the I's were dotted, T's were crossed, 
And then her father or somebody who said that was her father, he called me asking me all these questions. And he said, well, I'm paying for the, for the cake. And I said, well, um, you may have provided the funds to your daughter, but um, I cannot go into details about anything that has to do with the order because your name is not on the contract. And he was, he was upset with me. And, but I told him, Hey, you know, talk to your daughter. And if she gives me the, okay, um, I'll go ahead and I'll call you back and I'll give you specifications of the details that are in the contract. But in the meantime, I'm not, cause I don't know if this was an, a crazy ex-boyfriend that is trying to find out details of like where the cake is going to be delivered and at what time and all that stuff, you know, like, I don't know, like all these things are so possible. Like you guys dealing with people is insane and so many things can happen. Um, but yeah, as you can see, I'm pretty much protected, um, in any kind of situation or any, scenario possible and i'm sure that as time progresses i'm going to be adding stuff to this contract um and so that's kind of what you have to do every single year you kind of have to just review your contract and just really feel like okay let me add this let me take this out um and you have to protect yourself um a contract this is legal in the state of florida as long as you have a legal business structure um, so that means that you have to have an LLC or an incorporation and, um, or a corporation and you have to make sure that you have an, um, EIN number and all of that stuff. Like, so just make sure that your business is legally structured and it's legally, um, protected as well as have business insurance, obviously, because you never know what can happen. So I hope that this was helpful for you guys. If you have any questions or if you have any comments, feel free to hit me up on my email info at orlandocakeacademy.com or send me a DM at bakingaboss on Instagram and let's talk about this. If you have any topics that you feel like you want to hear me talk about, also send me a message and let me know. I am dying to know what you guys um, are up to and what your feedback has been of these podcasts so far. So thanks so much. Have a blessed day. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me reach more Latina listeners like you who also want to grow their cake business. Visit my website, orlandocakeacademy.com, and join my email list for updates, new program announcements, and future classes. You can also find me on Instagram at bakingaboss. Thank you so much for your support, and remember, el cielo es el límite.